Hello and welcome back to League Talk. Today, we're back to our normal schedule. Uh, the last couple of weeks have been super, super busy. I was building up to this UKLC roster rundown that I've been doing. So it's been, uh, it's been really, really, really busy. But that has all come to an end now. So we're back to the Wednesday being the informational, the, the understanding of traditional sports coaching, of management, of all of that sort of stuff that I know from my work, from my experience and my study. And then we're going to go back to the interview type styles where we're learning lots of things from lots of different people on the Sundays. So first of all, I hope you enjoyed the UKLC roster rundown. We got a bunch of the teams to come on and chat about it. It was really, really interesting. The podcast has sort of exploded after that, so it's been doing really, really well. Um, but today, our podcast and video, so depending on where you're listening or watching this, um, if you're listening to it on a podcast platform, it's on video on my YouTube channel, that's Lee Talk on YouTube. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you can go and watch this on the podcast or listen to this on the podcast um, on a car journey or anything like that. So today we have the, the, the podcast is going to be around the real fundamental of coaching and why it's important. Um, so we're going to go over something called reviewing. Now, this is something that is relatively common in the esports scene, but in certain ways and not necessarily in the ways that are common in the traditional sports scene. So the idea of review is thrown around uh, this esports space somewhat sort of willy-nilly, but the importance of review is really, really big. All of the techniques I'll provide today will be based in traditional sports coaching, sports science and sports psychology that have then been moved over and applied to League of Legends. And this has worked in all esports as well. So this can and should be used by professionals, professional players or coaches, or just people that are looking to improve and gain ELO in solo queue. So the first thing that we're going to go over is the idea of coaching as a form of review. So the basic need for a review is that you as the performer in the moment of performance can't really assess the motor functions that you're doing. So that could be the skill shots, that could be positioning, that could be a bunch of different things that you may or may not be able to assess during the performance. These things you do are difficult to see. So if we take this into tennis, for example, you can't fully assess your serve or your forehand when you're playing tennis because you're going based off of what your body naturally does comparative to looking at it and seeing it from an outside perspective or from just a different perspective. So the basic need for a coach are plentiful. Having a coach can give you knowledge that you weren't aware of. And for example, that could be helping you understand zones of control. It could be helping you understand macro movements on a map. Um, it could be lots of different things. But moreover, and what we're going to be talking about today, a coach can be fantastic for review. Now, this is a really interesting point because coaches should be able to help you understand different perspectives. Now, that could be a conflict management where you are helped to understand the perspective of your mid laner being the ADC. It could be lots of different reasons. But the different perspective on your game, on the way the game is being played, it's not necessarily right, it's not necessarily wrong, it's just different. So, for example, one thing that a coach needs, does, doesn't need to do, sorry, is be able to be a professional in their chosen sport or esport. You look at the likes of, in football, Jose Mourinho, um, he wasn't a professional footballer. Um, a lot of the coaches in the LCS, that some of them are co uh, were professional players, some of them aren't. You look at the likes of Cop. He used to be a coach. He used to be a player. He's now a coach. You look at the likes of Fern Dog. As far as I'm aware, he wasn't a, a professional League of Legends player. Um, so furthermore, they don't need to be better than the person they are coaching. What they should be able to do is foster an environment of improvement, and that could be a culture of improvement or just an environment generally. Um, and their players should be able to take on and uh, should be have knowledge imparted onto them 
or just offer different perspectives, as mentioned earlier. Now, this is one of the reasons why coaches are so important, as they can be a second set of eyes. Now, something that I found really interesting in Echo Fox's new documentary series, I believe it's called Unleashed, episode two, the most recent one, Rush goes over the importance of coaching. And one of the things he says is just another set of eyes. So it's a different perspective, comparative to what he may see the game as, and how that should be played, and what Phoenix may see and how that game should be played. A coach like Song or Tyler, I believe their two coaches, can offer just a different perspective altogether. Now that is really, really important. Now for any coaches, it's really important that you offer the best possible service so your player can become the best they can be. And that's tennis coaching, cricket coaching, football coaching, coaching in Dota, coaching in League of Legends, it could be anything. Now it's clear that not everyone wants a coach. That might just be they're trying to do it themselves, nor can they necessarily afford them. And uh, that's okay. So what else? Well, the other thing we're going to do now that we've understood the basics of uh, what a coach could be in this scenario in the in the world of reviewing, uh, we're going to go over some topics in which you, as a listener, as a player, can use at home without a coach. So the first one, and this is the one that's thrown around an awful lot in the esports scene, is rewatching your play. Now. This is commonly referred to as VOD review. Now the positives of VOD review is to see what you've just done poorly or what you've done well and what you can improve on. Now if you're high ELO, this is brilliant technique because you can really tell what you've done wrong or done well. Um, the basic issue with this is it might not be fully helpful if you're unaware of how to properly play the game or the right thing to do in that scenario. So if we look at this from traditional sports, reviewing what you've done is really important because you can see little flaws, little adjustments that you need to make, or you can just see that that's perfect, I no longer need to work on that. So for example, if we look at tennis, you could be thinking if you have a video of your perspective when you're playing in a match, you could look at your serve and go, ah, the ball toss was really good, but this could be done differently, for example. Um, and that's what the reviewing of your, of your play, of your performance is gonna be really important for. However, when you review your game via VOD, make sure you pick up on as many things as possible. For example, incorrect pathing could be the one. You could be on Sejuani and realize that Ivern has just taken all of your topside jungle and you didn't go for the vertical jungling. Could be something along that. Could be wasting time at camps. You're waiting for a camp to respawn instead of going toward the blue buff. Or you could be at Scuttle waiting for that to tick over and you're not ganking. Could just be time wasted. The other really good one uh, when it comes to VODs is uh, assessing team fights. In team fights and in a lot of things that you do in League of Legends, there's so many different stimuli that um, you can get distracted very easily, your mental clarity dips, uh, there could even be cognitive dissonance, which is just confusion in your thoughts, basically. So in team fights, you can get scrambled mentally and have a lack of clarity. VOD review can help you understand what you could be or should be doing in team fights. You could be on Vayne and don't realize that their Braum hasn't used their ulti, so you tumble in and then just get one shot because you get tumbled into the glacial fissure, the Braum ult. Now that could be something that you pick up on VOD review um, and just something that you work on. Um, we'll get on how to implement that in a little bit, but there's one other thing that I want to touch on before that. And this is something that I highly, highly, highly recommend everyone to do at home when they're playing solo queue. Now, I did something ages ago before League Talk was a, a podcast. It used to be a website, it used to be a blog. That's why on Twitter it's called League Talk Blog. And on there I did something called the Improvement Pad. Now, what we're going to touch on here is noting what you've done well and what you've done badly. And the importance of this is noting because the actual action of writing it down is more likely to store it up here than just thinking about it. So after each game, it is important to note what you have done well 
as a form of reinforcement, but also what can be done to improve. So rather than framing this as what I did good and what I did bad, take the word bad out of it, what you've done well, what you've done good, and what you can do to improve your performance. Now, this is a form of sports psychology and basic coaching review process as assessing performances critically can show both flaws and strengths of your game and it's important to understand both. Um, the important thing also is to continue to focus on your strength and they, until they've become motor functions or muscle memory. Now, you could be really, really good at predicting where people are going to move by looking at their movement beforehand. So if you notice that every time you fire a cue out as Ezreal, the jinx moves down away from Dragon, you know that maybe she's going to keep doing that. And that's just something that's their motor function. They may be dodging skill shots to the right. Now you know that you can dodge, you can be firing. Now once you've understood that and you've complete that, and that's just up here and you don't have to think about it, that's really good. But I think you should keep focusing on your positives until it has become a motor function. So for tennis, having a camera, as we uh, mentioned earlier, to look at your serve could reveal that your ball toss is perfect, um, but you don't get your racket behind your head or down by your back quick enough. Um, and it's important to just remember both. So how does this actually look? So the way I do it is I open a little, I've downloaded an app. I can't remember exactly what it's called. Let me just have a look. It's called Sticky Notes and it's on my PC. And I just have Sticky Notes on the screen. Now when, um, when a game is finished, what I'll do is I'll write game one. So if it's my first game of the day, game one, um, I played Ivan. So I put Ivan versus Shivana and then either a W or an L for a win or a loss. Now, once you've done that, you now know the matchup. That's good information to have anyway. So you might note down things about the matchup. But this is the example that I've got here. Early clear was good as played through uh, and played through the bot side of the map. Um, and play to their strong CC. So if you have a Blitzcrank, it's always good to play through a Blitzcrank. Um, so my early clear was positive and it allowed me to play through bot side and it allowed me to move uh, and get a double kill down in bot lane. Now I ganked early game, so took advantage of Shivana's weak early game. Um, but so that's all the positives that I did. Uh, you know, The early game went really good, my clears were really strong, but I could have concentrated on peeling more for the Caitlyn rather than looking for Q engages. So one thing that I didn't do very well towards the end of the game was looking to engage fights by firing off Ivan Qs. Now that's not really the right thing to be doing, especially when you have a Blitzcrank. So what I should have been doing potentially is looking to peel for the Caitlyn in case she gets engaged on. So they had um, a Shivana. Shivana can engage with her ultimate. What I need to make sure is Caitlyn's got her E, my E, as Ivern, on her. Um, she's shielded, she's got Arden Sensor, um, the Redemption's going in the right place, all these sort of things. So what I've done there is I've written down exactly what I did well, one of the big things that I look to take into the next game, and one of the things I didn't do well and could have improved on that I will also take into the next game. So noting down what you've done well and what you've done poorly after every game is a really positive way to reinforce the good and the bad that's been in that game. It also is, you know, it's based in sports psychology, it's based in sports science, that it's a, the review process of this is going to, you know, help you understand what you did well. And what you can do is you can uh, link the two together. Now, I don't necessarily look at my VODs. Uh, I don't really have enough time in my day to then think about, you know, VOD review for 45 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever. I'd rather just get into the next game. Probably not the most efficient. It is better if you have all the time in the world to VOD review and then go into noting down what you did well and what you did badly. Or what could be improved on but what you could do as i just mentioned is play a game note down what you think went well vod review and then reinforce those notes see if there's anything more to add to it so those are two things that you can do as a review process that you can do at home that you can do at any point that's going to improve your gameplay
But the really, really difficult thing is to implement what has been learned. So we've learned that my early game was really good on Ivern and I should have been peeling. But how do I implement that? Now, obviously this is really difficult. But number one, you should understand you could be doing better, needs self-awareness and it needs review. And therefore putting in the practice and implementing that isn't very easy. Um, so League has an awful lot of different stimuli being thrown at you at so many different times. Some that need to be stored and used and some that should be discarded. So potentially you're looking to team fight and you notice that their Fiora is in the top lane. That is a stimuli that should be stored. You're now 4v5, maybe look for an engage. But other stimuli like your Raptor camp is up, you've noticed that. Um, not so important in that scenario. So that's something that could be discarded. So on top of all of the stuff that you have to do in game, remembering what you should have done last game and what you did do last game is going to be difficult. So one thing that I can say is going to be a positive way to remember this and continuously implement is to try and set targets and goals for this game. Now, if we go back to the notes I made regarding the Ivern game, going into game two of my day, my targets will be to continue to put pressure on the early game and concentrate on peeling during the teamfight stages. So that's just a target that's now all of a sudden that information is uh, tangible, it's able to be stored and able to be used in the future. So now my target for this game is to just focus on peeling when I need to. That's something that makes everything a lot easier to remember. As I said, noting things down helps that memory process anyway. But it may be difficult to set goals and remember them while stimuli are all over the game when you play, and it may be easy to forget. So what I would suggest is rather than having, if you have one monitor, if you have two monitors, that's amazing. You can do all the sticky notes on that and just leave it there. So every time you're not doing something, you can look at that sticky note. So for example, when you're going B, look at that sticky note on your other monitor. If you don't have that, write them on a post-it note, pop it on the bottom of your screen. Um, when you aren't doing anything, as I just said, so for example, if you're going B, if you're clearing a camp and you're looking at the minimap, everything's okay, um, check the post-it note, uh, read over it and remind yourself what you should be doing. So that is a one way that you can implement it. If your memory's just good enough, that's fine. You can go ahead and just remember everything that you're doing and uh, that's not gonna be much of a problem. But writing it down is something that's really useful. Having it in front of you so it's a constant reminder is also something that's really useful. Um, and just practicing, doing it and going over and every time you play a game, write down what you did well, what write down what needs to be improved. And that is gonna store things up here. It's gonna be able to uh, help you continue on and remember everything that you need to do. But that was an interesting episode for me. I found it really, really interesting to try and link the review process of a coach and doing it by yourself and how uh, maybe a coach isn't always necessary, but is good for perspective. So the things that we looked at is coaching just as a form of review and how a coach doesn't necessarily need to bring you new information, can just bring you a different perspective. It doesn't necessarily need to tell you how you should be playing, but just showing you how um, the information that has been gathered can be put in a different way. The other thing, and something that you can do at home to improve your solo queue games is VOD review. That's pretty simple, pretty obvious as to why that's the case. You can pick up on the flaws, but most importantly, you can see what you're doing well and keep that building block and then adding things on top. Now, finally, noting down and physically noting down what you have done well and what, you, what needs to be improved after every game will keep you focused. And if you're struggling with that and struggling to implement the things, you can be implementing them by writing them down on a sticky note, on a post-it note, and continuously looking at them when you have time down. Um, but adding all of these things in is definitely, definitely, definitely going to help with improving your gameplay. Now, that pretty much sums it up for me, so I hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, just a little bit of uh, homekeeping, house cleaning. Um, my name is Alex, but I'm going to be going by AJ, so um, 
AJ underscore esports is uh, my personal Twitter. If you're interested in following that, there's not going to be an awful lot of updates, um, but there are some projects that I'm doing in the future that won't be League Talk related that will have to do with League of Legends. So that will be my personal brand, and as I said, updates as to what I'm doing and other projects will, will be on there. Um, but thank you ever so much for listening. If you found this in- episode uh, interesting, if you learned anything, get in contact with me at the personal brand or more importantly at League Talk blog on Twitter. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed the UKLC roster rundown. And uh, maybe if there's any questions, shoot them because I would love to do a Q&A episode. I recently did one with a guy called Bloom. Um, who was looking to go professional, looking to get into master tier. I gave him some advice on a previous video. It was the first video on this channel. Um, And super happy to say about a week, two weeks ago, he made it to master and implemented a bunch of the things that I asked or, you know, recommended him to put in. So if there's anyone else out there that has any questions, maybe they want to get to bronze one, maybe they want to get to silver, maybe they want to get to gold, plat, diamond, whatever it may be. Um, I'm a sports coach, so I have a background in traditional coaching, I'm working as a business developer and I'm studying sports management so understanding how to manage, coach and implementing techniques that will help gameplay um, from lots of different perspectives is going to be something that I can do, hopefully. So if you are one of those people, at League Talk blog on Twitter, I'm always checking DMs always checking requests, so hopefully that's something that we can carry on doing in the future and maybe there's someone out there that's going to be able to get to where they want to be um, with another Q&A segment, episode two of the Q&A. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode and everything's going super well. Super big news coming up, hopefully. Um, So stay tuned.